This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tremaine, the finisher. I'm the greatest morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. Y'all got me grinning too. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, 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 Tuesday. Good morning,
Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. And God bless everyone on the call. <laughs> yeah, I got a special prayer request for my grandson. Uh, the one we have been going back and forth, uh, not really just trying to pray. I'm praying for him, that his attitude and the disrespect to his mom and his grandmother and sister. So I'm asking God to hold his tongue. Yeah, thank you so much. His name is Tavares Jackson. Okay, spell his first name. Tavares, T-A-V-R-E-S, and Jackson. You said Tavares? Uh-huh, Tavar, that's oh. how I spell it. Okay. Okay, thank okay, you so it. much. God bless. Uh-huh. Anyone else? This is Ryan Offen Tuesday. Good morning, Serena. Good morning, family. It's Michelle. Good morning, Cheryl. Happy trying for Tuesday to you. Have a yes, great day. Indeed. You too. Good morning. Thank you. Morning, Lady Eight. Hi. Morning, <laughs> Come on, men. Do we have any men want to say good morning? Let's get it on. Good morning, good morning. If you're available to speak. Yeah. That's what the brothers say. They, they can't speak. I'll just do a ye on their behalf. Okay. That's what my son do. <laughs> Okay, do we have any first-time callers who want to say good morning before I get started here? Okay, I'm going ahead and get started. Need everyone to please mute your line. Again, please mute your line. Hello, my name is Termina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory, a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your walk with Christ. Please be sure to join us during the month of March, where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Relationships. All of the decoration will focus on the importance of having radically relationship concerning the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There is one announcement today. Please join us for TNT Bible study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight, right here on the call, from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There is no new prayer request from the app, but, and, but, but we do have a spoken prayer request from Sister Lisa, and please pray for her grandson, Tavares Jackson, of his behavior, and the prayer, the order, oh, also pray for my cousin, Karima for complete physical healing and to come off blood thinners and heart medicine. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Dion, declaration, Elizabeth, then we're going to write and close the comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Dion, declaration, Elizabeth, 
Let me go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the instructor come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Dion. Everyone, please have a blessed and safe day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come this morning saying thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for loving us enough to give us another opportunity to get this thing called life right. Hallelujah. God, we bless your name and we exalt you this morning. We call you a great and an awesome God. We say you are our strong tower this morning. You are our deliverer, our fortress. God, there's no body like you, and we bless your name. We exalt you above every situation, every circumstance. God, we lift you above our emotions. We lift you above all that we can see, casting down every false imagination, anything that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ this morning. And we yield to you this morning, Holy Spirit. We say thank you that you are a promise keeper this morning, that you promised that you would never leave us alone, God, that you would leave us with a comforter, that even in turbulent and perilous times, that your sovereignty reigns supreme this morning. We exalt you. We extol you. God, our affections are for you this morning. We thank you that you're jealous for us, God. We thank you that you love us enough to change in us and to call us back to yourselves. Father, this morning we repent. We repent for every faithless moment that we've spent, every second that we've spent doubting you and not trusting you with our entire heart. We bless you this morning and we call you Abba. We thank you for a posture and a position of sonship, God, that because you are our Father, you hear every single word that we say. We thank you for the courage to approach the throne room this morning, calling you our sovereign God, for you are our God and we are your people. This morning, Father, we come praying and crying out, God, that according to thy word, be it done unto us. We thank you this morning for your word that declares, let he who lacks wisdom ask, and it shall freely be given unto him. God, give us the wisdom in how to pray in this hour. God, we cry out for every intercessor that is supposed to operate in a place of being burdened to come before the throne of grace. God, that you would begin to move down on the inside of us. Let the shofars of heaven blow like never before. God, that those that are sleeping and love their warmth of their bed, God, be troubled in such a way 
that our hearts would be burdened to pray for those that don't know you. God, we pray this morning, according to Peter 2 and 24, God, that those that are sick and afflicted in their body, that they would be healed according to your stripes. God, we thank you this morning that you are uh, every single thing that we need. God, you are the great I am. We thank you that according to James 5 and 14, that the word declares that if there's any sick among us, God, that let him call upon the elders of the church, God, that that they would uh, begin to pray over them and that they would begin to anoint them according to thy word. God, we thank you that you already have a prescription available for all of us that seek you. Hallelujah. This morning, according to Psalms 103 and 1, we bless the Lord, O our souls, and all that is within us. We bless your holy name, God. We thank you this morning that you bring health to the broken heart and bind up their wounds. God, for those that are heavy in heart, according to Psalms 147 and 3 this morning, your healing virtue flows freely when we ask. God, we loose every angel assigned to our lives today to dispatch our orders, to go before us and to come after us. God, we thank you this morning. We place our children on the altar this morning, our grandchildren our great-grandchildren, God, our bloodline. We thank you in advance, Lord Jesus, that because you've called us to intercession in the morning hours, God, that you're faithful and just to hear us. God, you promised in your word, according to 3 John 1 and 2, God, that, beloved, I wish above all things that you would may us prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. God, every tear in our soul, we pray and petition you, O oh God, to fill it with your hyssop. We thank you, Father, that because you've written it, it is our portion this morning. We bless you that Jeremiah 17 and 14 says, God, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. God, we praise you this morning. We praise you simply because it's what you created us to do. We thank you this morning that even in times of turbulence, you are our peace. God, in times of hardship, you are our portion. God, in times of frustration, God, you are our hope. We bless you this morning and we call you amazing. We thank you this morning that we can declare the truth of what your word says, that we can pray into your righteousness, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that according to Jeremiah 33 and 6, behold, I will bring help and the cure, and I will cure them, and I will reveal unto them uh, the abundance of peace and truth. God, we thank you for your peace this morning. We thank you that it's revealed in the truth of your word. We thank you, God, that we don't have to lean to our own understanding, according to Matthew 6 and 33, but in all of our ways acknowledge you that you would direct our path. God, we pray for those that have prayers and petitions before you now 
in the name of Jesus, God, I pray for beloved Barb, God, that, uh, Tracy and her mother, God, you know all about the blood clots. You know every location. We thank you that you are powerful and a strong arm, God, in this hour. God, and you pray that that you say that it is your portion, that we be well and be in good health. So we pray according to the scriptures, God, that you would begin to loose and dismantle every blockage in the name of Jesus. I thank you in advance for being her healing portion now. I send the truth of your word, God, to every place of illness. God, every place of unforgiveness and bitterness. God, I pray that you would break it up, God. Break up the fallow ground in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for Rochelle this morning. You said you're near to the brokenhearted. God, I thank you that you are her comforter. I thank you, oh God, that it's you, Lord Jesus, God, that gives us peace in the midnight hour, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that it's because of you that we can continue in the faith and contend. God, I pray that our faith fail us not in this hour. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, even for uh, Lisa's grandson, Father. God, I pray that you would begin to touch his heart, God, every heart and stony place, that you would send your love, God, and be like the hammer. God, send your fire. Everything that's not like him, burn it up in the name of Jesus. God, I pray this morning, even for my own children. God, I pray for Demaria in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that healing is his portion. I thank you that every molecular structure, God, every T-cell, God, all of his endorphins, that they would run according to what heaven has already written about him in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for Pam this morning. God, you know all about her. I thank you for her great peace in your process. In the name of Jesus, God, that you are her provider, that you are her protector. I pray for her mother this morning. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray for Corey this morning. God, that you would begin to align everything in his body up with the truth of your word. I pray, oh God, that even in his afflicted place, he would find you in your sovereignty. God, that he'd begin to cry out of his own mouth in the name of Jesus and declare the works of he who sent him. Oh God, we bless your name this morning. I pray for Lene Boss this morning. God, that you'd send supernatural strength to her limbs in the name of Jesus. God, but I pray most importantly that she'd begin to turn to you like never before, oh God. I pray this morning that she would begin to lean not, hallelujah, to her own understanding, but in all of her ways. Acknowledge you, God, I pray for her bloodline. I pray for Rebecca, her grandbaby. God, I thank you in advance, oh God, for doing a new thing in her life. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray for marriages this morning. I thank you, oh God, that you're binding them up in love. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray that you're giving them a new heart and a new mind, God, new communication skills to trust you even the more, God. 
I pray this morning for everybody under the sound of my voice, God, that in these times, in this hour, God, that you would begin to do a new thing down on the inside of them. I thank you, Father, God, for radical obedience in this hour for those that are called to intercession. Let them pick up all the dropped mantles in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you would begin to give us a new hunger and thirst for righteousness. And even as we walk into this new series, God, I pray for supernatural encounters. God, for hearts and minds being aligned. God, for covenant relationships. God, where relationships have been violated by the enemy. God, we pluck up every false witness, God. God, we dismantle every diabolical system that's been created to survive. God, and we thank you that this be, even in turbulent times, a time of thriving in the name of Jesus. God, and then I pray, God, for Kamala Harris. God, I pray for Joe Biden. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that according to James 5, God, we're to pray for our leaders. I pray, oh God, that you give them wisdom, that that you surround them supernaturally, God, with prophetic voices and intercessors. In this hour, like never before, God, I pray for the Ukraine, God. I pray for the families in turmoil. God, I pray for the families who are threatened. I pray for protection. God, that you would cover them with your blood, God. I pray for the mother who sent her son to battle. I pray for the mother who sent their daughter to battle. I pray for the children that have been left behind, oh God. I thank you in the name of Jesus that your blood covers, that your blood is healing salve in the name of Jesus. God, I pray now for the spirit of suicide. God, that you would begin that kind of mando to regulate minds like never before, God. Every diabolical system, every unjust system that's set up against it, we thank you that you're like a hammer. God, that you break it up in the name of Jesus, that you are our great battle axe, that you're the keeper and the bearer of the breach. God, I pray for your hedge over those that are subject to murder. God, I pray for every murderous spirit that it would be burnt up by the fires of heaven. God, send your wind. Send your wind of justice. Send your wind of peace. God, for those that are in prison cells, God, I pray for Tina's son now. In the name of Jesus, God, that your love is so powerful. It reaches desolate places, God. I pray now for those that have children incarcerated, loved ones incarcerated. God be peace. Give them sweet sleep even in a locked up 
state, let them experience your freedom, the freedom of your love, God, the freedom of the truth of your word. God, I pray this this morning for our mentality, God, that we begin to believe the word that you've already written of us. God, that we would begin to seek after you like never before, that in this hour, God, where recession is on the horizon, God, I pray and I thank you in advance that we'll suffer no lack. God, that because we have you, the sustainer of life, we have everything that we need. God, and I bless you now, and I thank you in advance for being our portion. I thank you even now, God, for super financial increase, supernatural impartation, supernatural open doors. I thank you that even in this hour that the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. God, send us your glory. We want to experience your glory, God. We want to step in your glory. God, that you would be lifted up, that you would draw all men unto you. God, I pray for every pastor, for their hearts, oh God. I thank you for their ingenuity and creativity in a dying world. God, I thank you that credibility is being restored to the church. God, and I thank you, God, that as your witnesses, God, that we live a life that gives testament to how great thou art, how majestic you are. God, we lift you up above everything we could ever think, hope for, or imagine. God, I thank you that in this hour, you're going to blow our minds. God, I thank you that in this hour, you're going to change how we operate, God, that we would speak truth to power. God, that we wouldn't conform to culture. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that because you've given it to us to pray, God, that not only do we execute, God, but that we execute with precision. I thank you this morning that we're your arrows. God, help us to pierce atmospheres with your love. God, help us to go forth with boldness, God, knowing that if you go with us and if you be for us, The entire world is no threat, God. And as we begin to take our phones off mute, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're giving the body We thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm <laughs> 
not only to hear us, but to execute that which your will commands. It's in the master's name of Jesus. I pray as I pass the call to Lady Liz. Amen. Well, we give God all the glory on this triumphant Tuesday. I'm praying that you guys can hear me well. Um, I'm just glad to be in the building. Uh, We are and have come to uh, that point where we are entering into a new theme. And I am excited about this theme, um, radical relationships, right? Um, It is, there's so much that I can say about that. But I know we got, look, 31 days of, you know, maybe, you know, everybody on that day going to tell us something new about radical relationships. So I want to do my portion and I want to get out of your way. I hope you have your pens. Um, I feel like teaching a little bit on this morning. So let's grab our Bibles. <clears throat> We're going to go to the book of Mark, Mark 2. Hallelujah. I feel God already. Hallelujah. Mark 2. Um when we begin to think about <clears throat> radical relationships, um, and as I begin to think about radical relationships, um, I instantly begin to think about radical friendships uh, because friendships um, are a thing. Friendships, uh, whether it is an elementary school type friendship or high school friendships, friendships. Um, have the ability um, to plug and to play. What do I mean by that? Friendships have the ability to fill in the gaps. They have the ability to um, be those type of relationships that um, when one does not meet, friendships often uh, come in and play. Uh, For case in point myself, I did not have biological sisters, but my uh, my friends begin to be those sisters that perhaps I even longed for growing up, right? So on this Triumphant Tuesday, I want to kind of deal from the standpoint of radical friendships. It's one thing to have friendships, but it is another thing to have radical friendships, radical, I mean, out, I mean outside of the box type friendships, uh, friendships that that last through the test of times, uh, friends that know how to get in the paint with you. Um, they know how to turn their plates down. Um, it, it's not often that you see radical friendships. And if you desire radical friendships and you kind of don't know what they look like, on this Tuesday, we're getting ready to pull back uh, the, the blanket. We're going to pull back the curtains as to see what Scripture would say about radical friendships. In Mark 2, beginning at verse 1, and you may want to take notes and go back and read it at your own time and sit and ponder and and have a stay-law moment with this particular passage of Scripture. Um, The word of the Lord reads to us, it says, a few days later when Jesus again entered into Capernaum, I like the fact that he entered again into Capernaum, Uh, the people heard that he had come home. Uh, They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man. Y'all see that? Some men came bringing him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. So four friends bring 
and a paralyzed man. And since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his word, and may we not be afraid to be radical when we leave this call. Growing up, um, and I might just date myself, and I don't think I'll be alone, um, there was a girl group um, by the name of TLC. Um, And not only did they have songs like Don't Chase Waterfalls and Scrubs, uh, there was one particular song that I just loved, and it was entitled, What About Your Friend? Um, they would go on to sing a hype melody and say, you know, will they let you down? Will they be around? What about your friend? When I begin to look at this scripture and begin to look at this passage of scripture, instantly I thought about what about your friends. Um, in this particular lesson, and this particular space and time, we see some friends that you probably wouldn't ever have to question uh, once he got up off of his mat. Um, these particular friends um, was very adamant that the predicament and the place that their friend was in, enough had been enough. They absolutely could not take it anymore. Um, one thing about these particular friends, it did not matter who was around, who was in the way, their friend had a need. Uh, the scripture goes on and it tells us that Jesus enters to Capernaum again. This got my attention because this gives me uh, an indication that Jesus enters to Capernaum again, um, which tells me that perhaps maybe the friends, uh, when he was there before, was trying to get him to Jesus. Uh, perhaps uh, they heard that Jesus was there. Uh, perhaps life circumstances said, well, maybe we should wait. Um, but this time Jesus comes back again, and they say, no, we got to make a move. And I like the fact that Jesus understands that there is a need in the city and that I have to revisit there again. We ought to be excited on this triumph on Tuesday that Jesus comes back, that he has a reverse button, that he doesn't leave us in the place when we was trying to get it right, but we just what for whatever reason, could not get it right, that Jesus has the reverse button and that he'll come back to those that need a little more time. The Bible says that Jesus enters into Capernaum again. And the Bible says that the people heard that he had come back. In fact, his interest had made so much noise. One translation says that, that his arrival caused so much noise in the city. And one thing about radical people, we also have a radical ear for the footsteps of Jesus. Radical friends understand when the Savior is near. When you have a radical personality, 
friend. You are a radical friend. You could be sleeping and all of a sudden the presence of God will fall upon you and you will hear him tiptoe in the room and not so much, and you don't find it uh, um, uh, so much about you when it's time to pray, but you will labor for your friend. You'll find yourself rolling out of the bed because your friend has a need. And here's the thing that when you have a real friend, they don't necessarily have to articulate with their lips and, and tell you what's going on. There's a look that they have in their eye that tells you that there is a problem. There is a shakiness in their voice that says that there is a problem. They begin to move left when they would normally move right because radical friends have the heart of God. They have the eyesight of God and they move when God moves. And the Bible says that these these friends begin to hear that Jesus is in the town. They begin to hear that Jesus has now come back and that this may be our only chance to get our friends to Jesus. We can push aside what we may be going through. It's not about me in the season, but it's about my friend. It's not about my headache. It's not about my heartache. It's not about my breakup, but it is about my friend because Obviously, I can walk, but there is something that has paralyzed my friend. It is good to know that when you have friends that are radical around you, that even though that they may be going through something, if they can design that life has paralyzed you, they're not trying to fix it. They're not trying to offer you any home remedies, but they're saying, I got to get you to Jesus. I got to get you to the one that is known for raising the sick and for healing the dead. They said, we got to get you to Jesus. We can't give you two Tylenol and you call us in the morning for this. And I'm glad to know that there are some radical friends on this line on this morning that's saying that I'm a ride or die for my friends. I'm going to take the devil's head off for my friends. And so the Bible says this, y'all, that when they get there, they see that there was such a large number that there was no room, not even on the outside of the door, as Jesus began to preach. In other words, when they get to the house, they, they said, we got getting on the scripture. We got to get him down there. Can't y'all hear the signs of Capernaum on this morning? Can't you see everybody around the building? Can't you hear them saying, hallelujah, preach Jesus? He's talking about me. Today is my day of victory. Today is my day of triumph, but nevertheless, there are four friends standing there with a mat saying, today has to be my friend's day of triumph. Today has to be my friend's day of victory. Today has to be my friend's day of peace. And so here they're trying to, they're trying to get into the room. They, they responded. And, and as the people were responding to the word, there was no room, and so the friends now get desperate, and I come to congratulate desperate friends. They're not desperate housewives. They're just desperate friends on this morning. I'm desperate for change to come to my friend. They were so desperate that they, too, began to put their hearts together. They began to strategize a plan, and as I began to look at it, I said, God, it was four friends, and God said, I daughter, I need you to look at something. There was four friends, which represents there was a friend from the north. There was a friend from the south, there was a friend from the east, and there was a friend from the west. And even though they may have different perspectives, they had one goal, and that was they had to get their friend to Jesus. Your friends may not always see it your way. They may not even be in agreement all the time, but this day they came into the agreement. They had one goal, and that was to get their friend to Jesus. They began to strategize. And 
And I come to tell somebody that when you have radical friendships, you have friends that know how to strategize. I come to tell you, you got to get you some friends that understand strategy. They said, we're going to strategize him a triumph. We're going to strategize him a win. We're going to strategize him some victory. What do we have to do? And I understand, like you, I was sitting there figuring out, well, how are they going to do this? Because, listen, the scripture says that there was no room for anybody, that there was people all outside the door. There was people all around the building. I'm serious. By this point, Jesus sounds like an echo, but that didn't stop radical friendship. That don't stop radical love. They said, we're going to strategize him a triumph. And like uh, our good girl, TLC, what about your friends? They had a nickname. They called them crazy, sexy, cool. But I come to tell somebody, I don't need no more crazy friends. I don't need no more sexy friends. I don't need no more cool friends. But I do need some friends that are roofers. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why I don't need any crazy, sexy, cool friends. I need roofer friends. I need friends that can look at what looks like it can't come down and disguise the plan. I need friends that can look at a hard thing. I need a friend that is not afraid to get their hands dirty. The Bible says that the friends, they climbed up on the roof. I could imagine in my sanctified imagination, the one friend from the north dropped the mat and said, I'll be right back. I got to go up here and strategize how we going to get him in. Let me stand back. Let me observe a thing. Let me look at a thing. Let me look for an entry point. I can imagine, he said, that this roof ain't like the regular roof. This roof ain't like common roofs because you have to understand in Capernaum, um, wood and beams and things of that sort was not common to the average man. So that way, they begin to look. The friend began to look and say, well, this roof, this roof is nothing but a mixture of mud. It was probably made by river seed and layers of plaster. Uh, this is a soft mixture. This 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 is not uh, coarse. It doesn't come um, from anything hard. And so he goes down and he reports to his friends that, hey, man, that this roof is only covered in a, back, a black layer of volcanic acid. It's just a black layer of volcanic rock that, that, that we know how to get our hands on this. I think our very hands can tear this apart. I think that our hands, if we just laid our hands on it, I come to talk to some friends that you got to remember that your hands have power, that there is an anointing in your hands that if you can put your hands to the task for your friend, God will answer. If you can just put your hand to the thing that has been a shelter. Oftentimes when friends are going through something and they can't articulate it, it is a spirit. And you too with your good Sunday school going so you with your declared victory showing up every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday. So at 6 a.m., you got some anointing in your hands because in this season you heard enough and you've seen enough and you got to know that you walked away with some power. You walked away knowing that God is for you and because God is for you, he's more than the world against you. In other words, you walked away from this call knowing that if you decree a thing, that it shall be so. If you get your hands to it, then the thing that you were hoping for is getting ready to happen. Not for me, not so they can say my name in the city, but that my friend can have a better day. I begin to think and I begin to study the roofs uh, that were in Capernaum because it was such an arid area that these roofs, um, they were basically a roof that had plaster on them. And so in order to get uh, through the roof, you had to be able to scrape certain things off. There was an inner slab underneath. In other words, it was basically wood on top of wood. 
or not so much wood, but plaster upon plaster upon plaster, right? And in the, in the ability to put that plaster on there, make sure that nothing from the outside could get in. But when you have somebody that is desperate, baby, they will tear the roof off with a fingernail file. When you have friends that are desperate, they're coming through. If they got to use eyelash glue, baby, they will tear the roof off for someone that they love. And so I say on today, I need friends that are roofers. I need a friend that, that may understand that this roof may uh, be a roof that had shingles on it. See, shingles roofs are, are roofs that are, have been put together by nails. I need friends that, that recognize that this thing may be holding them real tight, but I'm a friend for the job. I know how to undo things that have been put together by nails. I know how to get underneath a hook and stretch it and so we can pull it up to get this thing loose. I need friends that know how to walk on shingles because if you ever had a shingle roof, you know you just can't walk on it. You have to be able to balance your weight on the roof. You have to be able to balance your weight when a friend has these type of things and these type of systems above them. You have to be able to balance. You can't give too much and you can't give uh, too less, but you got to be able to position yourself on the top of the thing that is holding them down and the top of the thing that's preventing them from getting to Jesus. You got to know how to uh, weigh. Uh, you got to know the weight of your weight. You got to know how to balance yourself. You got to know how to give a little and take right back. A friend that understands shingles knows how to get in there and uh, detach them. They know how to get in there and not make enough, a lot of noise with the shingles. Sometimes the enemy don't even need to know that you're there. You just detach it bit by bit, shingle by shingle. Not only do I need to have friends that are shinglers, but I need to have friends that are metal roofers. I need to have a friend that understands how to move and how to disrupt things that have come uh, that are fire retardant. Mm -hmm. When you have a metal roof, a metal roof is normally a fire retardant roof. But a good friend said that I walk in fire, I talk in fire, I breathe out fire, I'm a match for fire. I don't care what's on this roof, I don't care how hot it is, I can handle it. I need a friend that understands how to disrupt fire from the enemy, that knows how to disrupt the fiery darts that come from the enemy. Not only do I need a friend that are roofers, that, that are shinglers, that understand metals, but I need a friend that understands flat roofs. I need a friend that understands the single ply roof. In other words, the things that happen, one thing after another thing, after another thing, after another thing. I'm talking to those things in our life that happens one after another. Every time you turn around, it's something. If it's not the light bill, then it's the PGE bill. And if it's not the PGE bill, then it's the water bill. And if it's not the water bill, it's the rent. If it's not the rent, it's the car note. If it's not the car note, it's the kids. If it's not the kids, it's a husband. But I need a friend that that's so radical that that don't bother them, but they can ride with me through it. They can ride with me because now this thing is becoming too much and there's nothing that I can do about it. But I need a friend that knows how to climb up on the top of my trouble and pick it off one by one. I need a friend that can go in there and pray about my situations one by one. I 
come to pose the question, are you that kind of radical friend that no matter what your sister or your brother is going through, that they can trust you, hallelujah, that they can trust you to get in there, that they can trust you with their trauma, and they can trust you with their pain, and that you have enough discernment, that you have the eyes of an eagle, that you can look at this thing and simply erupt it by your words, that you can look at this thing and decree the word of the Lord over it and watch this thing dismantle. Not only do I need a friend that's a shingler, not only do I know need a friend that knows how to work in metal and knows how to work on flat surfaces, but I need a friend that's a hot roofer. Mm-hmm. I need a friend that knows how to disrupt uh, the roof that allows water to come and to submerge me in my place of, of paraly- paralyzation. See, a hot roof is the roof that, that you, you, you pull tar-, tar on it and it prevents water from leaking in. I need a friend that ain't deterred by what seems like it's never going to move. I need a friend that's not worried about what seems like it's stuck and it ain't coming off. I need a friend that knows how to get in between between the places where it seems like the waters are flowing, where my tears just won't stop. I need a friend that understands that tears have been my meat. And so here he has four friends that specializes in roofs. And they said, don't even worry about it. We got this. You just, you got one job. Just lay here. We're going to be your hands and your feet today. I'm glad to know that I am sitting amongst a cloud of witnesses that are radical friends that know how to give a friend a break when the enemy is on their head. Say, Sis, you got you stay right here. I got this. You go to bed tonight. I got this. You, bruh, don't you worry another day. I'm gonna take the nighttime shift. I'm gonna stand between the porch and the altar. And I'm going to go to on I'm going to go into heaven on your behalf. I'm gonna call on the name of our Lord and Savior on your behalf. If you can get an ink of sleep tonight, you go ahead and get it. If you can get 30 minutes of sleep, you go ahead and get it. But just know that I'm standing guard. I'm standing on my watch and I won't come down until you get a change. I won't come down until change comes for you. And the Bible says that since they could not get to Jesus, they made an opening in the roof. God help us. They make an opening in the roof. They make an opening in the roof. I could imagine that they said, all right, we got an opening. Now we have to go down there and get it. As I begin to think of this, you have to have radical friends where gravity is not a thing. Because if we're going up to the roof, then the weight of what I'm going through and the weight that you are bearing of your friend is not going to be even. Mm. The ones at the bottom may carry the most of the weight box. The two at the top is trying to pull a thing through. I wonder if you're that type of friend that no matter where you are positioned at the max, you won't give up and make it. You won't give up and say, no, we're going to make this thing. Even if I got to bear the bone of this, even if I got to get the what seems to be dead weight right now, no matter, sis, are you that type of friend to articulate to your friend, I got this. I know it may seem like dead weight. I know gravity may be against us, but I got it. Just, just, hey, you up there, just just keep on pushing. We're going to push the bottom of this thing. You just getting, getting right on up there. I know the sun is beaming down on us. I know we haven't had any water all day. I know we haven't had a break, but we we almost there. I need friends to see that when you are almost there. I need friends. Are you the type of friend that get excited when your friend is close to breakthrough? Are you the type of friend that get excited that their, their victory 
victory is upon the horizon. Are you the type of friend that gets to tap going and you get to dancing and tap going that your friend's changes is getting ready to come? They said, you know what? We are two steps away. If we can just keep on going, can't you see him? Can't you see him with the mat? Can't you see him with the gurney? They said, we just one push away. We just one push from getting him to the top. If we can just get him to the top. Now you hop in. Now you jump through the hole. I know you about to disrupt some stuff. I, I hope you're not the friend that that's scared to disrupt some stuff when your feet land. I hope you, you're not that friend that, that said, you know what? I, I really didn't mean to come through y'all roof. I'm, I'm just going to go out the window. No, no, no. I need you to be the kind of friend like, I'm. yeah, I'm here. I, I, I'm here for a bigger cause. Just give me a minute. There's a reason why I didn't tore a hole in your roof, Jesus. I, it's a minute. It's a reason why I interrupted because, see, see, this one we love. And I understand that you work in the principles of love and faith. Y'all don't believe me? Let's look at the text. The Bible says that they began to dig through the roof and they lowered the man that was lying on the bed. They lowered him into the middle of Jesus' teach. They said we we gotta get him here. We gotta we gotta get him. We 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 can't we can't uh, take no secondhand um, information because there's so many people outside. I can imagine they said, "Now what do you say? Now what do you say? We don't want no secondhand. We want to get right up close to his mouth. I need to hear what the word of the Lord is saying to me. I gotta get right up on him. I need some friends that are positioning me right at the mouth of God. I need some friends that's gonna get me right there so I can hear him. I need to be able to." Almost reach out and touch him. Those kind of friends that say today is not a day of breakthrough for us, but I'm not leaving here until my friend get a breakthrough. I'm not leaving here until my friend hears Jesus. The Bible says that they get him down. And Jesus, I'm sure, in his humanity, was like, well, man, I thought I was a friend. I thought I was a friend that speaks closer than the brother. I, I I I like this. The Bible says that when Jesus saw the friend's face, it wasn't even the face of the man on the mat. You better know radical friends display a face. Hallelujah, that even surprises Jesus. Hallelujah. I wonder if you got some friends on today. If you ain't got friends like that, I submit to you that 2022 is the day in the year that you find you some friends that even surprise Jesus. I pray that you get some friends that say, mm-mm, today. Today is their day. We not going through another week like this. Cancer, you don't survive in my friend's body. Cancer, you got to get out of here. Heart attack, you got to get out of here. Heartache, you got to get out of here. Depression and suicide, you got to go today. I wonder if there's any friends on the victory line that say, you know what, today is a day of my friends. Enough of me always thinking about me, but I learned something uh, from my friend Job. Job's captivity was turned around when he began to pray for his friends. Although Job was in ailment and although Job's life was falling to pieces, the Bible says that when he began to pray for his friends, when he began to ask God to do a thing for them, then his victory came. Listen, y'all, the Bible says that Jesus said, whoa, uh, when Jesus saw their faith, because you do know that faith gets Jesus' attention. It's not a scream from the outside. Um, unfortunately, it's not a shout. It, it, it is not a dance, but it is a faith. 
Uh, faith always gets the attention of Jesus. I could imagine that like the woman with the issue of blood, it stopped him in the middle of where he was trying to get to. It halted him. Wow, I see a demonstration. I come to announce to you on today that it's one thing to have uh, information, but it's another thing to have demonstrations. Let me say that again. Uh, it is one thing to have information that he can, that he will, but it's another thing to demonstrate and act as if you know he has already done it. Mm -hmm. When you know that God has already done it, it doesn't matter what your eyes tell you. Your spirit man said God did this thing. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter that we walk into what has already been said before the foundations of the world. It's a matter of time that we walk in a healing that has already happened because it has been declared and decreed according to the heavens. And so faith gets Jesus' action. And it gets, uh, faith gets Jesus to act. Um, I'm imagining uh, the, the faith process that we see is that Jesus says, I'm that kind of friend. Because what they don't know, those that are outside my window and those that are outside the door and what the man on the mat does not know, I'm that kind of radical friend because you don't know in a couple of years I'm going to put a cross on my back and, and because I'm a friend, I'm going to go to Calvary because I am a friend and I understand that you don't even know that you are in a paralyzed position, that you don't even know that the enemy has paralyzed your faith, that enemy has paralyzed your walk, that enemy has paralyzed your reach up for me. I'm going to go to Calvary because I'm that kind of friend and I'm going to allow them on the God, I thank you how to put nails in my hand because I'm that who God kind of friend. I'm going to allow them to pierce me in the side because I'm a radical friend. I'm going to allow them to pluck out my beard because I am a radical friend. I'm going to allow them to spit in my face. I'm going to allow them to beat me all night long because I got a friend that is wrestling in their minds and wrestling in their bodies way in 2022 because I am a friend. I'm going to go and I'm going to sit in hell for three days, but I'm going to get the keys from hell and I'm going to bring them back because I am a friend. And these keys are going to allow you to bind and to loose and to have access. These keys that I'm bringing back to you, friend, is going to allow you to call upon my name and I'm going to answer. These gifts that I'm getting ready to give to you, friends, will cause the heavens to turn upside down if you just mention a my friend, if you just mention me, your friend, it's like when you go into a restaurant and they begin to ask you, well, who are you? Oh, I'm friends of such and such. There is a preferred table for you because you are my friend. Jesus says, I'm that kind of friend because I'm getting ready to lay my life down for my friends. And even after I lay down my life, if they don't even realize in that sense that I'm their friend, perhaps time will allow them to know that I'm their friend because friends give real friends time and real friends don't let real friends live drunk, but real friends cause real friends to live sober, vigilant, hallelujah. 
Real friends don't allow friends to be drunk on themselves, but real friends allow themselves to be positioned in a place in their friend's life to tell them the truth, even if it causes tears for the both of the individuals, but friends don't let friends walk around drunk, drunk on themselves, drunk on successes, drunk on being mean and indignant. Friends don't let friends live foul lives, not when you radical. When you have a radical friend, a radical friend can look at you and tell you you're better than that. A radical friend will look at you and tell you you can't keep doing that, sis. Radical friends will look at you and say you have a responsibility to this gospel that we teach and that we preach that you can't live in Lodabar. You got radical friends that will tell you that. And let me say this while I'm here. If you get upset because a friend told you the truth, you got to question your friendship. If a friend can't tell you the truth and you fall out and you don't speak to them for years, you got to question what type of friends are you? Because radical friends always want you to be seen in your best light. I'm not saying you're always going to agree, but you shouldn't agree on heart issues. You should trust that radical friend and say, I know you got my best interest at my heart. Be, be, be honest. You know what? This is going to be difficult for me, but because you're radical and you believe that God has called you to walk with me in this season in my life. I'm going to trust you. and I'm going to take you at your word. The Bible says that when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. One translation says that he told them, he said, your, your, friends are for, your, son, your sins are forgiven because you got good friends. <laughs> your friends. Your sins are forgiven because of the company that you keep. Real friends understand, yeah, there's a there's a time for, for playing games, but there's some friends that say, I ain't going to eat until change happening. I'm going to turn my plate down. I'm going to fast until your baby get a breakthrough. I'm going to fast until your wife get a breakthrough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek God until your children come back home. Not only that, I'm going to seek God until peace is your portion. It says, son, your sins are forgiven you. Because of the company that you keep. Oh, what about your friends on today? The Bible says that when Jesus makes this statement, you can read on down to six uh, through verses twelve. That when Jesus makes this statement, it was there with some law. It was some lawgivers there. There were some teachers of the law that were sitting there, and they were saying to themselves, "Who does this fellow think that he he is blaspheming?" Who can forgive sins but God alone? See, radical friends are standing in the same room with your enemies that are upset that God is doing a thing for you, and they'll still stand right there. Uh-huh. And guess what? Jesus turns around and says, I know that y'all are talking crazy, but what are you thinking that I should say? Do you think that it's easier to say to this man, your sins, your sins are forgiven, or to tell him to take up his mat and to walk? See, you got to understand that when you come in contact with Jesus, and Jesus is turning some situations around in your life, he just ain't going to just forgive your sins, baby. He's going to make you whole. So in other words, Jesus is saying, I understand that you got some radical friends, but there is, not, there is nothing like a friend in Jesus. There's nothing like a friend in me. So I'm going to do you one, one better. I know they got you here, but I'm going to make sure that you walk out of here with a song in your heart. I'm going to make sure you walk out of here skipping and jumping. Jesus said, mm-hmm, because of your friends, I'm going to make sure it seems 
is forgiven, but because I'm your friend, I'm going to make you whole. And I'm going to do it in the same ones that's upset, that came for a show that really didn't really want to hear word. I'm going to do it in the midst of your so-called friends, of the so-called people in the land, of the sidesteppers, of the ones that just here uh, trying, uh, looking for amusement, those that just hit, sitting in here trying to uh, see what I'm getting ready to do. I'm getting ready to do a thing just because you do have own lookers. And Jesus says, this is what you do. He said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take your bed. I want you to get up and I want you to walk. I want you to walk because I want to show your friends and I want to show your own lookers power of having radical friends. I want you to take a chance and I want you to get up on that mat. I want you to get up off the mat and I want you to walk. Of course, scripture let us know that he does that because there was faith in the room. In other words, if my friends got enough faith to bring me to Jesus, I got enough faith to get up at his word. At the announcement that I can, hallelujah, at the announcement that I can, I'll put my own, what was paralyzed faith, into action because I got some friends. I got some friends that went to the the throne of grace for me, that went to wherever Jesus was. So here's one thing to have radical friends that know where he at. They'll tell you, Jesus ain't in that bottle. Jesus ain't in overeating. Jesus ain't in in having a nasty disposition. But let me show you where he is, sis. You forgot that he's waiting for you, bro. You forgot that he's sitting here waiting with outstretched arms for you. Let me show you where he is. And if you can't get there, I'm radical in this friendship to take you there. If I got to put you on my back, I'm going to get you. To the Savior, I'm going to get you. To the man named Jesus, I'm going to get you. To the Lord of Lords, I'm going to get you. To our friends. And the Bible says that Jesus heals him and tells him to take up your mat and to go. And he takes up his mat and he walks out in full view of them all. And this amazed everyone. And they praise God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. I didn't make it up. It's right there in the book. Uh, it's right there underneath the red. I was taught as a Baptist girl. If it's in the red, then it's true. Right underneath there, they said, we have never seen anything like this. But I submit to you on this triumphant Tuesday that you have some friends that's getting ready to usher you into a season that you have never seen before. I promise you, you have some friends that are around you that want to usher you into a season that's going to amaze you. If you will let them be a friend to you, if you let them get you to Jesus, I promise you on the way out of this thing, on the other side of this thing, you are getting ready to be amazed because you have some friends that are going to get you to a place that you have never seen. I know we live in a society. Thank you for muting your line, whoever's baking this morning or cooking breakfast. Thank you. I know we live in a season where we kind of feel like 
friendships are a thing of the past and they no longer exist exist because we have sound bites of uh, fake friends and we have sound bites of uh, people capitalizing on our traumas of our past and capitalizing on our issues of where we fail to trust and we don't really trust easy. But I dare to believe that God is so awesome because he is big on relationships that he will send you the friends that you need. Mm-hmm. He will send you the friends that will escort you to your now, not your next, to your now. Now is the day of victory. Now is your day of triumph because God is a God of relationships. Throughout scripture, we see it with Jonathan and David. Anytime you have a friend that'll take off their garment for you, that's a radical friend. When you look at Jesus and Peter, they were radical friends. There were some things I just, I, I looked at that last night. There were some things Jesus was trying to get to his friend Peter. He couldn't do it and couldn't tell him why he was in a boat, but it required him to get out of the boat. And at the voice of his friend, he did something that no one had ever seen. Radical friends will help you get to the place of miracles. Radical friends, radical relationships. Radical relationships that we defy all odds in our relationships. I know you've probably been hurt by friends. You probably probably said, I'm tired of being the only friend in the ship. And I'm done. But before you take an exit, before you say I'm done, allow the Lord to heal you. And out of your obedience and being healed, I believe on this day of triumph that God will send you the radical friendships that you need. I thank you for allowing me to share on this triumph and Tuesday on this first day of March. I'm going to open up the line for any comments, any questions, any concerns. Good morning, Lady H. Uh, Good morning. You got a friend, maybe Buzz and and, uh, Woody said it. And Woody, uh huh. Uh huh. It stemmed from the question. You got a friend? Father. Mm -hmm. Abba, Father. So to Mm -hmm. God be the glory. Um, Thank you for your share. Then you get home. You talked about um, northeast, south, and west, the secure. Um, from every mm-hmm. direction, they picked up bed and all. They didn't leave nothing, no mm-hmm. hairbrush, no eyeliner, no, no nothing. They picked up no everything. No nothing. <laughs> Listen, Radical can you imagine that conversation? Hold my wig. I'll be right back. <laughs> that part, everything. Hold. Just grab every corner. And uh-huh, just... let, me bite. Uh-huh, let me bite these nails off. We can go oh, back to geez. the shop. Huh. I got to get my friend to Jesus. Copy the glory. I love you. Awesome. Awesome. Love you too. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great work and beautiful sound. Love you to pieces. God bless you, woman of God. Amen. Good to hear you. Friends, how many of us have them? Oh, my goodness. Thank you this morning. Oh, that was so good. This is your friend, your sister, Didi. I will tear the roof off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, girl. 
Good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Good morning. It's Kenya. I'm Good morning, Kenya. Hey, love. I'm thankful for Hi, that reverse that God got. Lord have mercy. I'm thankful for that reverse. And Listen, won't he come the... back and get you? Man, don't make me. I'm dancing in my garage. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> And if I ain't got friends nowhere else, I know I got friends on DV. So I'm thankful for every single one of y'all. Amen. And we're thankful for you. Oh, thank you. Good morning. This is Al. Excellent declaration. You you nailed it. Target. God bless you, Al. Thanks. I was I was glad to hear, brother, that that I make sense about that roof. I'm like, listen, I ain't I ain't just you know necessarily just had a ladder and climbed up there, but I can only imagine. <laughs> Thank you. Good morning. Good. This is Prosperous Pam. I really enjoyed your message today. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. It's so good to hear you. To God be praised. To God be Good praised. Good morning, Miss Monica, and I love my radical friendship. Good morning, Miss Monica. We love you too, hun. Good, Good morning, morning Mr. Uh oh. Go ahead, Toya. Amen. Thank you. I just wanted to say, you know, we try to stay away from these secular songs, but this one keeps on playing. He's coming in hot. <laughs> hey. Praise God. Good morning, this is Cedric. Um, thank you for that declaration. It really hit home, got me reevaluating my friends and what's important to me, and I'm just so blessed I got a friend in Jesus. Thank you once again, sis. Amen. To God be praised. That's what we talking about. Yes. Amen and good morning. This is Bubbly. Um, I picked, Hi, God sent me on this day to be on the call. Because, you know, it's like, I'm not even going to even go any further. I'm with you, Cedric. What a friend we have in Jesus. I, I need them kind of friends. I need them radical friends. As a matter of fact, I got some radical friends. I'm not even going to say yes. I need, I got some radical friends that'll pray me through anything. So that so I'm yes. grateful for the radical friends, but everything you said, I was like, oh, 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 okay, God. So you wanted me to be on this call to hear this because of your radical yes. friends. But then again, on the flip side to that is, are you a radical friend? What yep. do you need to do? If you're not, what do you need to do to get there? That yes. I will be lifted up. That God yes. will be lifted up. Now, it ain't about bubbly. It ain't about Deborah. It's all about the Lord. And I'm so grateful to hear your sound. It's like, Amen. wow. Amen. I'm so glad to be able to be on the call because it ain't about me. It's, a, it's when God wakes me up every morning, regardless of what yes. the time is, it's still yes. all about him. God continue to just use you and the power of his might. And I thank God for you. So love you guys. Amen. Love you. you too. Love you too. It's so good to hear you. Amen. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. When I heard it was when I heard uh, Dion was praying and 
you were speaking today, I'm like, oh, it's going to be fire. It's going down. It's going down. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I just got really excited. But I love this nice thing. And I just love and praise God for all the beautiful people in my life. I have very great friends. I love Declare Victory. You guys have brought even more great friends to me. And Krishanda mm-hmm. is my standout radical friend, and I can never stop thanking God for her. Love her so much. God bless everyone. Mm-hmm. Have a triumphant Tuesday. Yes, so good to hear you. And man, good morning. It's Bree Bree. I enjoyed you um, hey. as you were talking. Hi. Hi. I'm over here breathing through my exercises. Um, but as you were talking, when you first started talking about radical friendships and relationships, it was like I had a checklist. I was like, yep, that's us. Mm-hmm. That's us. That's mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. I'm the one in the front mm-hmm. not pulling no dead weight. That's me. Yep, that's me. Um, but the mm-hmm. point where you got to the friends got him to Jesus. And Jesus was like, I got you from here. They got you to here, but I got you from mm-hmm. here. Like that was mm-hmm. so amazing because our friendships, our relationships mm-hmm. should have purpose. And once mm-hmm. they get you to Jesus, that's not the end. That's the new mm-hmm. beginning. Mm-hmm. And so that was just so amazing. And I just remembered all the times I was drugged to Jesus. And Jesus said, okay, mm-hmm. I got to come here. And what's so mm-hmm. radical, the friendships that we have, they don't just go dust themselves off and go to the salon. Nope, they go get the next one and drag them. And they right, go get the next right. one and drag them. Oh, mm-hmm. man. So I'm just grateful. And I love you. And I love hearing your sound this morning. Thank you. So love you. Oh. Y'all see what radical friends do? They mess you up. <laughs> Good morning, Lizzie. This is Simone. I wanted to thank you for your share this morning. Um. I'm on the on the hills of breezy. Um, it's amazing. I thought about how God comes around the second time for us. And yes. sometimes there's people that think, Well, you know, my season for friends is over. That's that's mm-hmm. you know, I'm good. I'm old. <laughs> I don't need no mm-hmm. friends, my kids grown. But mm-hmm. God'll bring friends, um, radical friends in radical times and radical seasons. And I'm grateful for that. Thank you again for your share. Love you. Can I say this? Um, Simone is, I thank you for being, for just saying that and for just being um, super transparent for your friend to say this. I was like you. Like, I'm good. I'm cool. Um, Because, you know, just growing up and, you know, um, or just, you know, coming into your own um, and you kind of like hit a wall, you know, with friends and trust and, you know, um, you just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm cool. But God is so awesome knowing that he puts something in us for friendship. He put us, uh, he put, he, he put a bit of himself in us to display how much he loves another individual, that he will place us in the lives of people and place people in our lives so that we can see him, that they become the hands and the feet of Christ and the earth by way of friendship, because God is a God of friendship. And yes, God doubled back and said, I'm going to make up for what you thought you missed. I'm now 
you can receive it. Now you have the capacity. Now, not only do I trust you with friends, real friends, radical friends, but I now um, trust them with you. It, mm-hmm. it, it works hand in hand. Um, and so I, I thank God that he came back the second time around to bless me with real friends that you can be transparent with, that I don't even have to be right with. I could be as long as two left shoes. I could be doubting myself, but he is so awesome. And I thank God for this season in my life where I got real true friends. They're going to say, Lizzie, that ain't right. Go fix it. And we fix it and we don't fall out. Amen. And then we don't talk about it no more, really. Either. <laughs> we don't. We really don't. We don't keep dragging it up. Now, Dion's like, going to laugh at you about it. She's going to poke you. But, yeah, I, man, ain't she? But she but we, we don't allow it to hunt. Right. At, at all. And what I will say about Dion, she's that friend. You know that You know that she's probably that one that's going to keep pushing that mat. No, we gonna, she's going to mm-hmm. push you and push you. Like, oh, would you go somewhere? Go like, down. Ain't you tired? But, but that's her... That's her heart. That's how she. That's how she friends. You know. That's her. That's her friendship language. Oh, we gonna get into something. That's her friendship language. In other radical friends, we get that. Sabrina, Hello. Simone ain't go. Um, make me take my lashes off on this on this morning. <laughs> uh, Sabrina and Simone, because <laughs> like Lady Liz, I'm 54, and that friendship thing. Because honestly. I could be by myself, but I'm grateful for Sabrina, and I'm grateful for, you know what, Liz, real quick, when you called me the other day, and you know what you called me about, I still Mm -hmm. smile from that. I'm serious. I'm trying not to cry, because you just don't know Mm -hmm. how people feel about you, and that might not seem big, but it was so big. I was telling my Mm -hmm. husband, I had tears in my eyes, that you never know how people see you or what they think, that, that, that they're even thinking about you. Because I'm going to be mm-hmm. real, sisters, menopause will make you think you're by yourself, at least me. Right. But to but he, know that he, I have radical mm-hmm. sisters that will come tear this roof off, take me, Shaq, and see about oh. me. I I love that. Here's the thing. The scripture says that uh, it is not good for men to be alone. We always think that's a relationship as far as man, woman. But no, it's not good for you to be alone. It's not good because when we're left alone too long, we we self-destruct. It's never good for you to be alone. And no, you are never alone. You are not alone. As long as gas is $4.99 and I got $5, I'll get to wherever you are. Hello? Hello? Hello, it's Moxie. Hey, <laughs> good morning, God, sister. That was such an awesome declaration. I mean, every every bit of it. I mean, how you brought us all the way through, and it really resonates for me as a friend, you know. And how God, our Father, is is really is teaching me how to be a better friend, you know, um, yeah. for me, because mm-hmm. I. You know, you know, I can be honest about this. You know, you right now I have a um a, a, a god sister, and she she's so called. Um, I didn't make it to her birthday party, and she still it was December twelfth, 
Cardi was, I think, was mm -hmm. the 18th, 17th. He spoke to me since. And I'm like, wait a minute. This can't be over me just not showing up to your birthday party. But what, mm -hmm. what God is, was, was speaking to me was, um, why are you being petty? Why you ain't called? You know, um, why you, you know, in, in that light? But at mm -hmm. the same time, you know, how you could be a better friend. But mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that at the end of the day, I don't care what, you know, I am. I, I, I mm -hmm. show up for mine. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I will. Mm -hmm. You know, I mm -hmm. will. And I'm so grateful that I have people who have shown me how mm -hmm. to do that, that I haven't even, even only met once or whatnot. You know, I have, mm -hmm. you know, these women of God who have just called me out the blue just because the Holy Spirit told them to. That's a friend. That's the type mm -hmm. of friend. And would just pray for you. Not hear you gripe and moan about mm -hmm. what's going on. Immediately just go into prayer, with, you know, and, and that showed me how to be that type of friend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because at first mm -hmm. it was just like I thought the good friend was just listening, you know, okay, yeah, girl, grew in with you. Yeah, you know. No, it's gonna be all right. No, 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 no. That's mm -hmm. you know, I wanna be a better friend in, in that right. aspect. You know? Right. Not just being that um, you know, comfort that you could just come and just dunk all your stuff on and me not um um with, with the knowledge and the wisdom that he have given me on today, not you know, be like a be, be a better friend, be a better Christian, be a better sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I, that's what I was hearing from you through your declaration yeah. on today. That it's about our faith. When you said mm -hmm. that that he he reacts to our faith, and that just mm -hmm. shone to me like Mona. It ain't about mm -hmm. you know nothing else. It's the, the faith. You, if you have a faith in what you're praying for, you have a faith in him. You know, then that's what he's. He, he, you know, he loves, that's what, he, you know, mm -hmm. when you have said that, that's what he wants, you know, so right. I just love every part of your declaration, sis, and I love you, love you so much. Amen, I love you too. I would even add, um, and, and I'm, you will, you'll, you'll make it, you'll, you'll make it right, um, as far as perhaps having a conversation, you know, have the conversation. Um, nevertheless, I remember one time, um, having a conversation with God and him saying, I trust you to be friends with them. In other words, he charged me to be a good friend. There's an expectation from Father that I friend and I friend right, even if I've been friended wrong. Because my friends are jewels, they're diamonds, they're his daughters. You don't treat the daughters wrong. Even if I don't agree with you, there's a way that we disagree that it doesn't become an issue. And that's grown woman stuff. That's grown men stuff. That it doesn't have to become nasty. That we can disagree. And as Bree said, and move on and not bring it up again. There's a way as you adult and you mature in Christ, let me say that, and you mature in the fruit of the spirit and you mature in, in radicalness and you mature in relationships that God can trust us with our friends and vice versa. 
Well, if you was petty, I'm bringing it up and I'm going to crack up after I do. (laughs) (laughs) Every chance I get. Huh, Sabrina? (laughs) This nigga. I mean, African. (laughs) (laughs) Simone, get in the car. I can't stand her. Get her. Get her. Good morning, sis. Good morning. <laughs> she over there chuckling. Get on my nerves. Yeah, you petty. She get off my nerves. Amen. Good morning, hey, Lydia. Good morning. Good morning. This is Gloria. Hey, I just wanted Gloria. to say, hey, sister, I love you. Thank you for that word. Thank you for um, reminding us about how to be good friends and reminding mm-hmm. us that friend, that our friendship, our relationships are so extremely important. And I just mm-hmm. thank God for the friendships and the sisters that God has given me. Um, we would declare victory in just other ways. So I love you very much. Thank you. Love you more, hon. Lady, I just want hey, to add. Again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I just want to add that even your radical friends, when you think you're going to snuck off in the night and think you're going to go do some dirt, pull out your gun, your friend going to call you and be like, where you at? What you uh-huh. doing? Thank you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. I, I thank you for my bills. So call you when your when your mouth gets flipped and when your attitude is wrong and call mm-hmm. you a, and call you right on out of that thing. Get out yourself. Yeah. Get back. Not move. Not move. <laughs> because that here it is. Here it is. We we don't do friendship haphazardly. Like mm-hmm. I'm assigned to your life. Like and it's yeah. not like as a duty out of like oh my god it's none of that it's because i love you so i love you like christ loves you again i'm the you know i'm not christ but i am the i am like him and so i love you like him i'm patient like him at least i try to be but i'll fight you like him yeah (laughs) i'll pull you together like him because that's my yeah. responsibility as a radical friend. Because so sometimes it takes radical measures for radical friends. Copy the glory. I love you so much. I love you. Giggle too. box over there. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's me again. I just thought about that when Gloria got on. Oh, Gloria got on the call. When you talk about you got, you know, friends from the north, the south, the east, and the west, that's my mm-hmm. life right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, people mm-hmm. I never even thought about that were thinking of me to call and check on me or, you know, mm-hmm. what do you need, you know, and even if they're not here where I am, if the north, the south, and the east, and the west, they got me. They got me, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited about that. This 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 particular message that you put out today, it was God God led, God ordained because I got on the call this morning, 
whether mm. you know, and like she said, it's the first. I'm like, okay. And I wasn't, and I'll be honest, I haven't been saying, oh, you know, I need to get on the call, I need to get on the call, I need to get on the call. That's when I know this was God led because I, that, that was not part of what I was going to be doing this morning. So I'm so grateful mm-hmm. that obedience, God has yes. that's what he's trying to get me back to. Okay, obedience. Do what you've been doing. And better mm-hmm. yet, not do what you've been doing. Let's start anew. Let's start mm-hmm. anew. We're going to do this thing differently. And I'm going to still, not me, I, I'm going to still get the glory out of yes. this, this time. Such a time yes. as this. All right, I'm going. Look, I'm going back on me. I love you. I'm so glad to hear you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes, hi. This is Catherine. I love your declaration this morning. Um, good touches on friendship. Um, I ha- I was just in the spirit of thinking. I have a friend. I have friends that um, when we get together, it just always seems to be something wrong or going on or mess or something back when we were younger. And now mm-hmm. that I've grown in Christ, and um, you know how people want to still see you as the same person, or you might have left a stain or or something on them that you know need to be forgiven or given or whatever, you know, so um, God is showing me uh, spaces where um, I can help individuals, but mm-hmm. because of past life, they don't they don't know the new creature that God um, created in me, so mm-hmm. he has been allowing me to go back and um, touch bases with uh, friends that I see need help that I see, you know, um, in spaces that got them bounded, you know. So Mm -hmm. I said, you know, my heart always been to be a good friend, but what we go through and being broken and all that old extra Mm -hmm. crazy stuff that you might have came up, you know, being in, that it didn't allow you to be the best friend that you could have been. So mm-hmm. uh, with me, I, I'm learning to go back and um, just touch bases with individuals that I might have harmed in some type of way, you know, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, whatever, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. be accountable for that that tone of 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 of, of um, that I left, you know, behind. Right. And right. Uh, right. God is so good because. As I do that, well, you know, when the Spirit tells me to do that with individuals, that it is, it's really been helping. Uh, I, oh, thank you, Kat. You know, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. You know, that kind of response, mm-hmm. I be, mm-hmm. it relieves me, and I can feel the relief that it gives them. But, you right. know, um, just got to keep going, you know, uh, the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy, and I was the type that always wanted to get people and help them and this and that and the mm-hmm. other, you know, but I wanted to help a lot of people all the time, all the time, and, um, you know, back when we were younger, it just created a lot of mess when you got a lot of women 
that don't have a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? Broken and all this old crazy stuff going on. But God is showing me a space where to go back and get your friend and bring them with you, you know, and, and mm-hmm. go back and get your friend and ask for forgiveness. Even if you don't feel like you did something so wrong, but you you can feel that they do, mm-hmm. you know, hey, just mm-hmm. do that. Be accountable. Do that to free them and then to help them, you know. So um, I just thank God for your declaration this morning, and I also thank God for the Holy Spirit that's growing me and um, helping me, you know, to be a good friend. Amen. So thank you for your declaration this morning. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. This is Yvette. Hey, Miss Yvette. How are you? I just okay. want to say back, Catherine, because um, we got the same friends. We've been having these same friends for 30-plus years. But it's, it does always seem to be a division in some type of way when we get together or, you know, a couple of us get together, the other couple have a problem with it and vice versa or what have you. But then we got this one friend that always causing conflict. And I just recently was like telling her, like, I'm cool on you. I don't need, I can't deal with your friendship because you're not being a friend. So she has a tragic in her life and she's calling me and I'm not even wanting to reach back out to her because I'm like, it's more chaos. So, but I, when I answer, it, it's really bad. And she's asking me for prayer and trying to, I'm like, God, I just said I didn't want to be friends with her no more. Mm-hmm. And here she is right back in my face. So it's like this, it's hard to deal with, but it, it it's good that she still rests out and need a prayer. She knew that she mm-hmm. can call me for some prayer in her tragic. So, mm-hmm. and I believe Catherine just had that conversation with her as well. So mm-hmm. it it was good to she kind of woke up to knowing that she she could reach out to us knowing that she needed prayer when we've been like so tired of her chaos. So it's like mm-hmm. please pray for us and our friendship, you know, that we can be there for her and her needs as God would want us to be. Right. I'll share hey, this hey, with you. Oh, okay. Go ahead. That oftentimes in Israel Berzian, radical friendship require radical love and whatever that, that looks like, boundaries. That part, that part, and that's what I was telling you, that it, it's not about being cool. You know, hey, this is a friend that needs help, you right. know, and what God has brought us, you know, I'm going to say me individually, me from, I cannot leave a person behind like that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just feel the love and the need, and that's when God has shown me that all my friendships with each one of them were personal. It started off personal. A lot of them became friends in my household because I, mm-hmm. I, I was a household. I'm not going to lie. We did all kind of stuff. Sold drugs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, freak parties, all kinds of stuff went on mm-hmm. in that house. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying as as me, how God gave it to me, is 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 different, you know. It's just mm-hmm. like go get your friend, right. you know. Yeah. You have a personal relationship with each one of them. It's not a group thing. It's personal. So mm-hmm. guys, just giving it to me differently, you know, just differently. Can I give y'all a really a really quick example? And and not this is not 
I'm I'm sure she won't care. I don't know if she hung up or not. So I I have a friend. We've been friends for many, many years. And during the course of our friendship, my life changed, period. Right? My my life became aligned with who God calls me to be. And we've had she done fell out, we done fell out, she done showed up at my door and I say, like, What you want? Why are you on my porch? You should you should get away. And guess what she was like? Nope. She was like, honey, you've got to be kidding me. I'm never going anywhere. And um and, and it's been a, a long road in our friendship. We we've had moments where honey, I cuss her out up one side and down the other. Uh, but I love her like immensely, right? And so in your mind, you think they're not listening. You think they don't hear you. The indicator that they hear you is the fact that when trouble came, you could be mm-hmm. mad at me if you want to, but I need you to love me into a different place. She knows she's toxic. She knows she's broken. She ain't confused. I need you to get that. They know, right? But now I can look at my friend as her life is lining up with kingdom living and kingdom principles after a long time, like for real, mm-hmm. a long time. And what happens is if you stay constant, see, this is, this is God calling you to a different level of accountability. Now you have a responsibility to live your faith in such a way that it does not contradict who you say you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. You you did it. It takes you to another. See, because then I started being accountable. You know how you had a safe space that one friend. You can go say whatever you want to crazy. You could tell mm-hmm. them you didn't sin, and y'all crack up and crack up laughing. See, I don't have no safe space like that no more. I do, but because of the nature of how God has pulled me into a different place, I can't just really. Well, I can, but I don't. I don't even have a desire to. Right, I don't even have a desire to fall because I don't want to have that to confess. You did, mm-hmm. right? Like for real, it. What happens in those kind of relationships when you got God put toxic people around you so you will live right, <laughs> so you will give them something to aspire to. He put people that's broken and got broken systems um, in a whole different position so that you will live up to a higher standard. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, you saying something right there because yeah. what I a whole lot of something you just summed it up for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's the thing: when we we said it, and I've heard it all through the call, what a friend we have in Jesus. But there's a place in our life where he gonna say, "Really?" Because when you are a friend, when when I'm a friend to you, I show you how to be a friend to them. And that comes with grace and space. Like, how dare I not show up? Now, of course, with boundaries. But what if I treated them? What if God treated me the way I treated them and called him my friend? That wouldn't even make sense. And remember you know, but, you where know, you come from. You know, we was in that same mm-hmm. space together. Mm-hmm. So, so you get it. God has grace over our, you know, over our lives. You know, it's just, it's just in my heart to to do so. You know, to extend the hand. And be a hello, friend. hello. What was You know, let me just say something real quick, you guys. I'm sorry. Um, God, I, I could definitely repent for not, um 
wanting to be, because I know this friend that they're speaking of, and, and everybody got their own opinion about it, and we don't need to get into that. But my personal opinion is no. My personal opinion is sometimes God show us people that, yes, to pray for, I mean, to go to bat for, to pray for, but that relationship ain't always what, what we, that's the chaos. You know, so that's my opinion for us with her. But I, I'm not going to stop them and I, um, um, far as, you know, that what, what God is telling them. And I will show up and go to bat and pray whenever y'all is ready. But I just feel that I have a different opinion when it comes to her. So, yeah, God is good, though. God is good. And I'm, God, help me be the friend that you want me to be. I repent. If I'm wrong, I, I, I need to hear from you. Amen. Good morning, Mr. Sweetie. Good morning. If I might just chime in. First of all, I want to say, Kat, all y'all, I'm so proud of us. You know, we all grew up in the same territory and and, and we know what it is. But I God just put it on my heart to say, remember, we was that friend before. We was that friend that we needed somebody to pray for. We was that friend that we needed Absolutely. to call on somebody to to pray for us because we was in them streets doing too much. So I just wanted to chime in and say that. And I'm and I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us for where we came from. I'm proud of to hear everybody's voice. I'm proud to, ooh, hallelujah. I'm proud to hear that we here today because I know where we came from. I'm happy. Don't ever turn your back because them people that was praying for us to get here, they didn't turn their back on us. Some of them we didn't even know was praying for us. Amen. Like my grandmother. Amen. She was praying for us constantly to get out them streets to stop doing what we was doing. Some of us more than others. But I'm I'm proud of us where we at. So that friend, she needs us. She needs us to pray for us. She needs us to never let go of her hand. When 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 Peter was 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 scared, afraid in the boat, and he was calling on Jesus. Jesus didn't talk to Peter. He talked to the storm. So it's the storm in her we gotta pray for, not her. That part, the storm that part. Right, we right. gotta pray for, not her. The storm. Right. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes, amen. So let, let amen. me let me let me say this real quick. Everybody um, is not assigned to the same thing, mm-hmm. right? So Kat's responsibility is not Mona's responsibility. Mona's responsibility is not Yvette's responsibility. That's why we got the Holy Ghost. So now oh. there, there are people that not only did I have to let go, but I don't never want to be their friend again. And I ain't mad at them, and I'll still pray for them, but I don't want to kick it. There you go. Amen. Right? So so we use mm-hmm. discernment. So, so mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't use words like never, because sometimes you got to let people go. And, and in this relationship with my friend, I cut her water off. Now I will still talk to her every now and then. But things that I used to do, I stopped. I had to, they're, they're what we call healthy boundaries that we establish. So sometimes you reinvent the structure of the friendship because you got to teach people how to treat you. Amen. Right? So we we don't want to be codependent trying to get somebody else out and get ourselves stuck. Right? So that's why we have a prayer life. Mm -hmm. God will give you how to manage and maintain even friendships. I, 
I haven't, and she may be on the call right now. She's taking me to lunch uh, so so she can explain uh, what, what was going on in her mind. But she my, she my sister. I love her. And I'm assigned to her life. So we don't let other people's bad behavior dictate God's instruction. All right. Absolutely. Our instructions are individual, right? They're independent. I like, uh, and just because y'all grew up the same way, the same place, listen, I, you keep kicking it with her. I ain't going. So I don't care what you think. And unless God tell me to do that, I'm not doing that. I don't, I'm, nope, I don't want to hang out. I love you, though. I'm praying for you. I Amen. pray God deliver you. Now, Katnim can go, but I ain't going, so. I'm just, just so we know, everybody is different, okay? Absolutely, and, and that's what God will say to me. You know, uh, go along, and it is boundaries. So so I definitely want to move when God say move, because, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying, totally. You have to stay in tune with what God wants you to do in that situation. We have to love people in Christ. But sometimes you have to love them from a distance. You can't love them close up. Good morning. This is Juanita. I wanted to share a story right before all of that started um, regarding the situation that I was actually faced with as well, um, with a friendship um, that was for many, many, many years a friendship um, with a young lady that um, she lost her son, unfortunately, to a domestic violence case. And she was just um, so bitter and so harsh. And um, even in our relationship, she just started like, um, it was verbal, it was toxic because, you know, her, her life was anyway with her children, with all her relationships. But um, she started verbally abusing, you know, me as well. And so I had to like back up from that relationship and um you know but god gave me an opportunity to um i had saw her in a church that i had visited and there is actually the church that she was attending and she ignored me she ignored me a few few times but the last time the last time i went i went or the last time i saw her um i went up to her and i told her i said listen you know i still love you you know, regardless, and, you know, and I reached to give her a hug, and she said, well, you sure have a funny way of showing it, and did not hug me. But at that point, you know, and I like let her know, you know, for, you know, I'm just, first of all, I don't know what to do, you know, when it comes to a relationship, when it comes to abusive, I have to step back. But um, then, um, Unfortunately, you know, um, she was, you know, bitter, bitter, so bitter that she was actually not taking care of her health as well. And when COVID came, um, she ended up losing her life to COVID. But um, like I said, when it comes to relationships, you know, definitely um, follow what God tells you to do. But pray for, pray, continue to pray for that person, even if you have to love them from a distance, as Dion just said, love them from a distance. And I still loved her, but I knew I couldn't be around her. Um, because it was so toxic, it was so, you know, much hatred, and she even had put me in a chat where she was constantly, you know, talking about the girl day and night, day and night, that, you know, her and her, you know, son that was involved in that case, and I said, please take me out of that group, 
you know, pleased him. And then so she felt that that was against her, you know, or whatever. But, you know, and I just prayed for that situation. But I thank God that he gave me an opportunity to let her know that I did love her, even though I couldn't be around her. So, you know, it is, we do need to be careful, you know, to not to let that hate or that relationship turn us bitter, you know, but to continue to love. Hey, real quick, Swanita. Um, and I'm sorry, Lizzie. I, w- I want to say this. So uh, the Bible says a merry heart is like medicine, but a bitter heart dries the bones, right? Mm-hmm. So let me, and I'm, I'm saying this because I want you guys to hear me. A lot of times when people are going through things that we can't relate with, that we don't necessarily understand, and then so there's this book called The Bait of Satan. The enemy's ultimate job is to get us caught up in offense. Offense leads to unforgiveness. Unforgiveness leads to anger. Anger leads to hatred. Hatred leads to murder, right? The enemy is so sneaky in how he infiltrates relationships. And until you understand the power of relationships, right, ships are made to carry us somewhere. A lot of times people do things, right, as a result of being hoodwinked by the enemy, right? And what we have to do, and, and I'm, I'm talking to me, what we have to do is learn how to step over the offense into kingdom thinking and kingdom mentality that says we pray. That's why the word says pray for your enemy. Even though sometimes it's a friend, they may have enemy characteristics characteristics and or natures, right? So what that does is instead of us getting offended, you cannot pray for somebody with conviction in truth and still be angry. Your feelings might be a little hurt, right? But if you have a sincere prayer life for a friend, even a friend that is not behaving like a friend, it'll help you not become bitter about any of it which leads to that unforgiveness. So right now, even as we are on this call, um, approaching the end of it, I want you to get, and, and during this series, I want you to get and begin to write down the people who you are holding hostage to how you felt like they were supposed to treat you, where you have resentment in your heart. Because the reality is that lady died a premature death because of unforgiveness. And I, I always say there's no such thing as premature death, but we can do things um, in our mind, in our health, in our body that will shorten our days for real, in real life, right? But that's why we need people that pray for us consistently in spite of our bad behaviors, in spite of us being simple and foolish, in spite of us being broken and tattered. You want people around you that will pray for you without ceasing because look this is this is a cold world and people go through stuff and unforgiveness is real COVID didn't kill her a bitter heart did pray for your friends that you know got bitter hearts they need and even if you quote unquote you don't like them it's some folks i don't even i don't like them you hear me i don't like you awful honey you got a nasty horrible heart i don't like you however God loves you. My responsibility to pray for you. Okay, I'm shutting up.
And that's the truth. And that's the truth. Healthy boundaries, the Holy Ghost, a prayer life, and a lot of love. Those are ingredients for radical friendships, radical behavior, and radical outcomes. Can you repeat that, please? Well, I just want to. I, I just want ahead. to say thank God for my 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 DV family because you know, hey, another whole type of friendship. I love it. Thank you. Amen. Excuse me, this is Monica. I was wondering if you can just repeat what you said right before she spoke. When I said the Holy Ghost, a lot of love. Healthy, healthy. Healthy boundaries. Are ingredients for radical friendships. And radical outcomes. Amen. Well, I think it's been a hot morning here at in the Victory Room in Victor City. Uh, and I believe that today has started off as a day of triumph as we thank God for um, our radical friendships. Um, I want to do something that I I don't think I've ever done on the call, but I feel really led to I pray for friendships and for hearts on this morning and for traumas as we march into March, knowing that radical relationships is our is 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 our is our now it's not our next it's our now and that may you know put us into some emotional spaces but again the holy ghost and a lot of love um allows us to have radical outcomes so kind father in jesus name father we thank you for today we thank you for this time the space and the grace to hear your heart as it relates to radical relationships and radical friendships. And Father, I pray, God, that you would hear our hearts, that you would hear our motives, God, that you would see us, God, that you would hear us, that you would touch us, that you would download us, that you would illuminate your word in our hearts and in our minds, that you would cause um, the Holy Spirit to bring all things back to our remembrance as it relates to love. God, may love be the center and the focus of all that we say and or do. God, let our friends, whether they be distant, whether they be close, God, may whether there be a tattered relationship, God, that love has a way of mending things, but love also has a way of releasing. No matter what that may be, God, give us the grace, the space, the obedience to trust you um, moving forward. And so I pray for friendships and relationships on today, Father. I lift them up. I lift up the pain in the heart. Um, and I also lift up the joy that comes with having radical friendships. So today, Father, I say thank you for friendships. I thank you for restoration. I thank you, God, for boundaries. I thank you for those that call me friend and I call them friend. But I thank you for being the ultimate friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I thank you, God, for being the friend 
that knew that we would need your blood of redemption and covering us even on this day, even after this year. And so, God, as we go on throughout our day, Father, we thank you, God, for the victory and that we will report back with testimonies, God, that you would release us and that we would have joy in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. DV family, let's get ready to triumph. Let's get ready to live a life of victory. So until we meet on tomorrow, have a wonderful, wonderful triumphant Tuesday. Love you. Have a blessed day. Love you, guys. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless.
This conference has reached its maximum duration and will end in one minute.